Thought, always will, forever be, Dirty Hills approved. Church, uh-huh. What's up, world? Woo! What's up, world? It's your homegirl, Ivy. This is Welcome to the Raw Zone. We are here following an amazing five-year anniversary event. Uh, wow. Um, it's been a whirlwind of a couple of weeks, and um, shout out to my co-host, Michael Bostic, who's running a little late, but we're going to see him very soon. Um, in the meantime, anyone on the check-in, shout out to Muscle Man Pictures, our awesome photographer from the event, and also, you know, Mr. Muscle Man himself, you could get an applause, my love. I swear I'm not trying to copy Sparrow today, but I'm just all over the place. What's going on? What's going on? So let's thank our sponsors from our event. We want to thank the Soul Enroll. Thank you so much for the shrimp and seafood empanada. Oh, my God. It was crack. I loved it. Um, Amanda Elgin. Elgin Sound Radio, thank you so much for everything you guys did, um, helping me with the preparations, calming me down, manning the table that had all the donations and everything, you know, you really held it all together for me, and I really do appreciate you, especially when you had everything going on. Every dollar counts, EDC. Thank you so much. You've been part of our gang since day one. Live, you had made the first flyers, the first website for us, and you continue to always love and support us. Mikey, you are the co-host. You are the other half, the one that always talks with us. You know, with me, um, I appreciate everything you do. We have the Jabba Tears podcast, and everything is messed up on my computer screen and glitching at the moment. We have the Your Sports Show. We have, once again, the Dirty Heels podcast. We have In the Field Radio, who are also our media partners and our bloggers on our website. We are so eternally grateful for all of you. Um, your support is so overwhelming. I do need to thank... Freaky Bum Tire, who made the metallic shirt for our Raw Zone 5th year anniversary. We're still selling some of the shirts. We have some left in extra large. They are on sale for 35 And if you want a regular Raw Zone shirt, it is $25. Um, shout out to all the independent artists that submitted their music. And... I'm just very lucky and I'm very blessed to see that Rawzone has made a difference over the last five years. Because when I walked into the room and I saw guests from every walks of life to different phases of the show, then I saw people from high school who came to support me and people from college and knowing like all of these people support me and what I do. It does mean a lot, and the support is extremely welcome. Thank you to everyone who bought tickets but couldn't make it. Um, you are greatly appreciated. 
Now, if you didn't come, I don't know what to tell you. That sounds like a personal problem. Um, but in breaking news, and not even breaking news, this is a KDK question, right? Being that Katie's here right now. So, more recently, tickets recently went on sale for Wu-Tang Clan and Nas for their upcoming legendary co-headline New York State of Mind tour produced by Live Nation. The 25-city tour kicks off Tuesday, August 30th at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater in St. Louis, making stops across North America in Atlanta, Toronto, Austin, and more before wrapping up in Los Angeles at the Hollywood Bowl. Now, while I ask you this question, right? New York State of Mind, Nas, Queensbridge, you know, Wu-Tang. You would think a New York State of Mind tour would have some stops in New York. But no. Tuesday, August 30th, we're in St. Louis, then Indiana, then Illinois, then Michigan. Then Ontario, Ohio, New Jersey, Connecticut, Massachusetts, back to New Jersey, Virginia, North Carolina, Florida, Georgia, Texas, Arizona, and California. What happened to New York? Like, what do we look like? Liver? I'm not liver, bro. The homies are not liver. We like... Nah, we like Wu-Tang. It's New York state of mind. New York state of mind, bro. What the living fuck, B? I don't know, man. I need to get... Am I am I thinking just badly of this? Does it not sound ridiculous to you or not make sense to you? Like, fuck... I had to do it one time for the one time. Oh, I do need to give a shout out to Vicky Valencourt who did an amazing job hosting with us as well as, you know, really holding shit down. She's still new to the team and she continues to always come up with innovative ideas and always looking to network and to do better with other people. Um, And she's just fucking funny as fuck. You know, um, our last topic before we go into a break and hopefully get our guest, Maradon, in the building. Um, we need to have a moment of silence for DJ K. Slay, the maven of New York hip-hop, dies from COVID-19 complications. DJ K. Slay, influential member of the hip of the New York hip-hop scene, whose raucous mixtapes became legendary, has died from COVID-19 complications. His family confirmed his death through a statement released by New York hip-hop radio station Hot 97. He was 55 years old. K-Slay, whose real name was Keith Grayson, was a DJ at Hot 97, but had been a star of the genre since the early 1990s when his mixtapes he produced featured up-and-comers and and superstar rappers like Jay-Z and later Eminem. 
A young K-slave appeared in the seminal 1983 documentary Star Wars, which explored New York's burgeoning hip-hop scene, then an East Harlem graffiti artist primarily using the name Dez. He tagged the size of the subway train carts, calling himself the king of the number three train. Oh, God, thank you, Michael Bostick's in the building. Yo. I sounded like a whole news anchor. Hold tight. Just want to make sure that we are good. Okay. All right. So we currently paying tribute to DJ K Slade. Okay. Hi, Mikey. I know we got kind of just got caught up in it. Yeah, no, no. What what we talking about on K Slade? What's so K Slade passed away. Um, just giving like a little background into him, like, but he really did do a lot for the the hip hop community. Absolutely. Um, you know, he featured Coney on it. Right. Right. You know, he's breaking people that are around us and he gave so many people opportunities i saw the whole they broke the internet bro right yo he was about the culture and i think that was something that is lost today with even with people who have been in the scene forever i think a lot of people have gone uh are, are starting to follow the trend and the wave that's going on now because it's it's evolution. That's what you're supposed to do. But there are a few who were fully about the culture. And when I say the culture, I mean the real culture of hip-hop. And was breaking artists that normally you wouldn't see. You, you wouldn't, not, not to say that, you know, because we know Coney is, is, is uber talented and, and one of the best rappers that we've heard in a long and time. And he's on but, Sirius XM right now, I think. Yeah, I think so. I think he said he was he was jumping on. Um, but like you wouldn't normally without without certain avenues like like what K Slade gave, you may not have noticed a a Coney Brooks or you know what I'm saying. Like those are those are those are the types of things where Coney, who was so involved with this, the, the 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 community and so involved with the culture of hip hop, that it is just a it was a perfect fit. You know what I'm saying. So yeah, rest in peace to him, bro. That's 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 a hard, uh, long fought battle he had with uh, COVID. You know. You and it's weird, right? Especially now, like you heard today, they took the mandate out completely. Right, right. Well, no, so it's it's weird. Well, you know what it is. I think, really, with anything else, excuse me, with anything else, um we have to take better care of ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Health-wise. And and I think when you have existing, and, and I don't really know his medical history or anything like that, but if you have existing things going on, diabetes, stuff like that going on, that makes, COVID makes that shit a thousand times worse. And, and it makes it very hard to recover. So I don't, I, like I said, I don't know what he suffered from or if anything, but I think a lot of the, the COVID-related deaths 
would have been saved um have we just taken take better care of ourselves take better care of us I, I i firmly feel like if i didn't go vegan for them 90 days i would have been real sick at some point so it was definitely a necessary you know a necessary evil because i don't necessarily like that diet or or like the way that was but i mean it was definitely necessary for me to just be healthy you know what i'm saying so i think that i think now we have a better grip on like as 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 you know our generation has a better health a grip on like health and how it affects us daily and and you know living trying to stay alive to enjoy life you know what i'm saying as opposed to just we're the fast food generation you know what i'm saying and niggas we just go we order uber eats all the time we order mcdonald's we always at chinese restaurants stuff like that niggas don't really cook like that no more nobody really cook like that no more you know what i'm saying like like we gotta do better we have to so yo mikey really quick can we redo this introduction shit what introduction shit like can we actually introduce ourselves because it was kind of weird for me to do it first and then you come in and then it was just like it wasn't it didn't feel like us so we got to do this hold yeah, on well, you said you wasn't coming out to 840 so that's why i jumped on wait i had to put the applause god damn me yeah, you told me you told me you wasn't coming out late. I would have been on. I came home, took a shower, got ready and all that. I would have just Bro, I took I sent you a voice note thing. I was looking for the Nikita Lions thing and I was jumping onto StreamYard if you wanted to come on. Oh, I didn't I didn't hear none of that. I, I left you a voice that. note. That's what I was like, yo, Ramon was doing a meeting for work in the other room. And I'm like, yo, where's Mikey? I told him like I think it was like 7.50. I'm like, yo, I'm already in the stream yard. Oh, yeah. Nah, I, mean, I, probably wouldn't have got it. I was probably on the phone with my mom at the time. He was trying to, trying to figure some stuff out with the baby or whatever. But no. Yeah, no, I didn't get that. So I, if I would have got that, I would have definitely jumped on. But it is what it yeah, is. Yeah, because I mean, I was just playing a bunch of music videos and acting like I'm a DJ. Huh. But, you know. But we're here. What's your name, bro? I am Michael Bostic, as you can see underneath the picture. Michael Bostic, a.k.a. The Hill Classic. So, you know, we're here. Yo, I'm Ivy. Yo, we're back. Thanks. So, while you were gone, I talked about how Wu-Tang and Nas is having a goddamn New York. Yeah, I saw that. But it's, but it's not in New York. Okay. But I don't if get it, want- though. How, how you have a New York State of Mind concert, but you go everywhere around New York except New York. Because it's a New York State of Mind. So you still need to have one it's, it's in New York. It's basically a concert that's showing New York hip-hop. So those who don't know what New York hip-hop is or those who are fans of New York hip-hop will enjoy that concert. It's a New York... It's like... It's like it's probably going to be um, like just wild New York shit. Baggy jeans, Tim's, Yankee fitted. Baseball jerseys, you know what I'm saying? So we're going like, to Jersey? Oh, uh, huh? We out to Jersey? No, nah, I don't. I don't do hip hop concerts. Oh, cause you're an R and B guy. No, cause hip hop concerts only on days that end with a Y. They gonna make me want to fight. <laughs> so nah, I don't do that. So you telling me if Fifty ever came back for one last con, like one big concert? No, definitely not Fifty. Mm mm. Can do it. You saw how I acted at our own concert. 
You think I'm gonna wild out at you think I'm not gonna wild out at somebody else's concert? No. So no. Yeah, no, nah, I I I do well at RB concerts because it's a it's a nice mellow vibe. I get around a whole bunch of niggas who done drink and smoke weed, and I'm gonna wanna drink and smoke weed while out with them. So I'm gonna stay away from a Wu Tang concert. <laughs> See, I'm still mad at you, though, because you said at the concert, I know Janelle's probably going to kill me for saying this, but you said you were going to bring Janelle up on the stage, and you never did. So, the reason behind it was where we were at, where where she was, it it was weird. It had been weird how I did, how I wanted to do it. And I did, I envisioned, so I envisioned how it was going to be last time, where the couch was going to be in the middle, but it wasn't, it was off to the side. So I was gonna have her sitting in the couch in the middle. That then my whole plan was just thrown off. So it, it, the next one, I will definitely have a surprise yeah. for you guys. Cause I was just like, damn, bro. All right, yeah. you were talking shit. Yo, I, I definitely went up to her and sang to her though. That so was adorable though. That was adorable. I did that. Y'all, y'all cute. Y'all adorable. You guys get an applause for that. Wait. Did you you didn't find a Nikita? Why did you just go on the chat? What? No, man. No, no, no. I found. I wanted. To, I did the comparisons. Oh, you did a comparison now. Yes, but we have to talk about that after because I'm going to play the video for our guest. For our guest, okay. You're gonna introduce him. Okay. Um, so this is this video from Madadan.
Them a diss, them a that, them a lit, them a chat But they not take chat and care for the reason I'll get to you, them fine occupation Trade, master, great demonstration I know the same time you run dry Me, bring money do the night for the new girl try I'm a joy and ride Me no fear, me no hide and talk Money me need, money me want Hustle for the cream, hustle for the land So man, I'll get to you, listen mother Then find a goal, set a plan Take a education, buy mama skyscraper With elevator, what a marvelous time it will be When get to you, buy passport And I fly overseas, hear me You know, boss man You, I'm not the one who walk 9 to 5 I try some food when man I survive I'm say, hear me know, boss man I'll get a use of the rise and struggle as a survivor Hear me now, boss man I'm the one who walk 9 to 5 and try some food when man a survivor Me say, hear me now, boss man Me say, hear me now, boss man Dem a diss, dem a dat, dem a lit, dem a chat But we not take chat and care for the reason I'll get you there for an occupation Trade, master, great demonstration I'm at the same time you won't run dry Me, bring money, do not die for the new world try Come on, try your life So I'm not gonna lie, Mikey, I'm liking these videos that got like some storyline, like spies and people gonna rob banks and shit like that. I think right. it's starting to keep me more engaged in the normal trapper shit. I mean, look, the video, the visual is always supposed to tell a story. At least that's what I see. So you should, you should get a idea of what the writer or the artist is saying, uh, always thinking in the video you know what i'm saying so definitely those uh storylines and, and, and imagery and shit like that is always appreciated so mikey tell us about our guests um so i've met i met this dude actually at work um real humble guy super dope we just clicked uh on music and, and stuff like that, you know, he, he has a uh, a market outside of the U.S. and I know he he spoke briefly about trying to just tap some stuff on this side. You know what I'm saying? We're we're at home, and so I definitely uh, brought you up and said, "Yo, you you'd be able to help him in that way." But I definitely also told him about the podcast. He's welcome to come on and just let us know who he is and, and plug his stuff and everything. Because you know we're all about um, sharing that love. So Yeah. This is my boy coming through. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Yo, yo. Yeah. I hope y'all can hear me good. I'm kind of like out of little, you know, pop-up. So just please no doubt, no you can hear me clearly. Everybody can hear me. Yeah, you good? Alright, cool, cool. First and foremost, thank thank you for you know having me on the platform. You know, I highly appreciate it. You know, you know, the feeling is mutual. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate it. Thank you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Alright, well, you know, um, I'm a multi-platinum artist, producer, songwriter. 
also uh, international um, film IMDb uh, award-winning actor from the International Film Festival as well. You know, I do have a lot of apparel. You know, I have Struggle Again, which is an acronym. It stands for Strive to Real Unity, God Give Love Always. So you normally hear that, like, well, the like majority of my music, Strugulugula, you know. Um, I was out here in Jamaica, Queens, but you know, I'm from Jamaica, so we can't say far. <laughs> yes, it's so, it's so many, it's so many things like the touch base. So many things. What what got you started in in, in, your, in your music career, bro? Because I've been seeing you all over your flyers and all kind of stuff. Like ever since we linked up, I've been just walking. I've been on merit. I see a flyer like, oh, this dude really everywhere. So what really got you started in that uh in the reggae thing? Well, um, I used to actually um be in a rock band, but before that, my father owns like a big sound system. You know. Um, a clashing sound, like something so similar, like some love. So I used to be like a tender agent to make it like sleeping in the scoops, you know what I mean? All the bass booming and all of that stuff. So music is like in my blood. Um, how I came to like um, reggae and um, the reggae rock star because I'm um, like the founder and the creator of world music. So I was in a rock band. I performed on CBGBs, you know, before it closed down. Um, you know, were like walk tour. What was that like? Yeah, um, so I did that, um, you know, I produced for Sony, you know, I was producing with Sony at one time, so Rock Boys, Bad Boys, um, you know, Innistel Breakers, Artists, um, Def Jam, I was Def Jam, yeah, um, Atlantic Records, you know, um, I produced uh, an artist and actually, you know, I come up, um, you know, I mean, Cranium, I don't know if I know Cranium, but yeah, that's one of the artists out of many that, you know, I've been dealing with, you know, on a production level and stuff, and so forth, you know? Okay. Uh, yeah, so to answer your question, like, yeah, it's just in my blood, like, you know? Facts are both making, you know, in my blood. <laughs> facts, facts. Out of all the hats you wear, what's your favorite? Oh, man, that's a dope question. That's a dope question, Mike. I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> um it all depends like i i like to put on like different attire the way i feel like you know what i mean i don't just put on something to make you know somebody else feel better like if i if i'm wearing plain jean black tee you know and a struggle hat you know i like this because like you know i have revolutionary colors in there they're going you know what i mean and um so i rock this more time sometimes i rock the other hat you see me in what was it like to perform at CBGB? Oh, when I performed at CBGB, it was immense. You know, like I ain't gonna hold you. Like I'm talking about like, full out rock band. I was the only melanin individual in that rock band. You know, and I was over there like in cross bass, and you know, you know how that go. And when I performed at CBGB, man, it was like yo, I, I felt like I actually made it. You know what I'm saying? Because CBGB is not anybody could perform there. You have to have a like a crazy following, crazy fan base. You know what I mean? And to answer K question, you know, it was immense. It was dope. Like, oh my gosh, I'm swinging guitars, like rocking out. You know what I mean? It was like everybody passing there. You get what I'm saying? Like, that's foundation. Like, that's, that's, that's. foundation. You said um, it was your, you know, it was part of you. 
how difficult was it to learn like the process of recording? Because um, you know, before the digital digital era, because you say you've been doing this for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Great question. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, so it all started when I had a tape recorder, okay, like literally a tape <laughs> in Jamaica, and he had like, you know, side A, side B, you know what I'm saying, right, so right. <laughs> we were like, my cousins and I have tons of family out there, tons of cousins and stuff, first cousins, second, you know how it goes, like, sister and brother, so yeah. um, we will, like, record when the radio is going on and you're playing the instrumentals and stuff, and the songs come on, you know, like, Red Rat back then used to be popping. In the 1995s and stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's all right, killing with the Vegas and all that. Yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop it and pause it. So, and what you can do if you reverse the tape, which, you know, Mike, you're supposed to know this, you right. can actually record and double. And double it, so, yeah, 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 yeah. So, I was doing it from back then. Now, when we got into the digital era now, it got even more crazy. I use GarageBand. You can see it and logic. So that was like you have to do one take. You cannot right. like it's well, like yeah, facts. one take. So it's not like you gotta like nowadays how um some artists is doing it. I'm not nobody. You get what I'm saying? But they they will go and be like, uh, for example, like uh, get it, Rena, yeah, stepping in the club, no, hold it till you said, and then you rest, and, and then they go back right. again and double it, and they go and they, punch, and they, and they punch it in. I, Thank a you. lot of punching, a lot of punching rappers. I don't do punching that. It's one take is one take. Even with yeah. playing my guitar, it is one take. So, um, moving forward, like yo, when I was recording digital, now I'm like, yo, this is this is dope. And I got into production with Fruity Loops. Then I got Logics and then Reason and mixing with Cubase and then Pro Tools. You name it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. What what's some of the artists that you work with and what some of the artists you want to work with? Oh um, man. All right, so let me see. Let, let me see if I could like um generalize it and in a sense like okay, here we go. So Freddie McGregor, uh Ecology, uh Beanie Man, Bojo, um who else? A Bonte Killer, Alkaline, Cranium. Um, R. Kelly, Remy Ma, uh, Freddie Jackson, Akon, these are all like I'm talking about platforms I've been on, you know, I'm mean, yeah. on stage with them and everything. Jack Cure, Marcel Griffiths, um, uh, yo, it's so many, yo, the list goes on, man. Like, the list goes on. Josh Stone, still currently working with them, you get what I'm saying? Um, uh, Lizzo. Um, Jasmine from you know uh, watch out for the big girls. Jasmine Morrison right, uh -huh. is actually my artist and my backup dancer. So okay, yeah, it's, it's a lot, man. This goes on and on. And answer your question, who would I like to work with? I like to work with anybody that would like to work with uh, myself. You get what I'm saying? Like as long as they're transparent and they're real, you know what I mean? And they're not about to cloud. You know what I mean? Generic, just yeah, yeah. to itself, Mike. You know what I mean? Facts. Mikey, you gonna get into reggae, bro? I could. Yeah, it's world music. So the hip hop is rap. Right, it's world music. Everything. I, I I'm could. World music. Everything. Everything. I, could. I definitely could. Okay, so I'm expecting to hear that this summer. Yeah, you could. You could sing too. Okay? You could rap too. What up? We trying to get that. We trying to get that cocaine Katie out on together. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, 
You could get weed, You could get weedy, Katie. You getting that cocaine, Katie? album coming out real oh, soon. Shit. Yeah, you won't get the you won't get the the ganja, Katie. That's part of it. Oh Lord, what's the most what was, what's the most difficult part of your journey so far? Oh my gosh, the most difficult part of my journey, I would have to say, is actually having a true bona fide team and individuals in your corner that actually just doing it all the strength and the love. You know what I'm saying? That would be like the most difficult part that I had to encounter. Like, I, I thought like there were certain individuals like they'll be like my lot of my, my best friends or whatever the case is, even family. And it's like, they they weren't really there. It was all about, you know, my money or my op. You know what I mean? Like it was always that. Like so, that was that was definitely the most difficult journey of, of acceptance. You get what I'm saying? Of like, listen, you're not gonna always have these individuals around you. You have to move forward. The majority of the time, like you get what I'm saying? Like you going like when I'm on tour, I'm gonna like have like like I kid you not, like probably like six cases of suitcase, like luggage and everything, two guitars, my Pelican case, my regular luggage. Uh, my, my yeah. briefcase and stuff my mobile school is just me alone and i'm like damn you yeah. know what i'm saying like yeah so that's 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 so far and i hope that's it because i already conquered that that that's right. the most difficult part of my music journey and i think i think we all go through that i think as artists and entrepreneurs and all that i think that's one lesson that we all learn as we go through the business it's like yo everybody ain't gonna be there and everybody you always gotta realize that everybody's not meant to be there you know what exactly. i'm saying like everybody's not meant to be on the journey that you're going on like people people you'll have people that that go a certain way with you like they'll go like a quarter of the way and then they'll zero like whatever the case is and as you're still going more people different people will attach to you as you grow and then, they'll, and then you'll still have people that were from the beginning that's with you but like for the most part it's going to be you alone until that team comes together you know exactly. what i'm saying like i said that's a lesson that we all learn all of us facts and it's, it's so funny that you mentioned that because like when I started getting like my awards and everything like that, and like I wouldn't, I wouldn't even fathom like I'll actually be like triple platinum. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. it's crazy. Like, honestly speaking, it was like I wasn't running down these awards or you know running down materialistic things or vanity. Like, I'm just doing and making music for sake. I love it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Facts. Facts. Tell us about the video we played. <laughs> How about it? <laughs> you was all over Queens in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I so, definitely peeped some spots. Yeah. So, um, Bossman is actually one of the songs that put me on the map globally to even get me up to get like my, my awards. Um, so, Bossman is actually all my music is about my life. I have that there, like straightforward, you know? And, um, with boss man I like i write all my scripts you know what i'm saying i edit my music videos um all of that you name it is like 100 percent total control of creative direction 
You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, Boss Man was deep, man. Boss Man was deep for me. I, like, actually had, um, you know, certain family members in which I was working for, and they, like, they, like, kind of, like, throw me under the bus, like, literally, like, craziness. And I was just feeling that, that rage of mine just want to, you know, draw. So I had to let it out with that music. And then it got picked up by, um, like, Jamaican Mafia production. You know, and then next thing I know, I'm on the red carpet. I'm getting invited. I see my my song and my credits in the movie, and I'm like, "Whoa! Like, where did this right. come from?" You get what I'm saying? Like, I ain't really get a mention or anything like that. You know what I'm but I see it there. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, bless you. Um, but yeah, that's what is that like? I mean, but it's a great thing. Like, um, it went all over. It went global. The, the, the production is still being played. Um, you know, I do say I was in right there in Roy Wilkins across from Google in the Park where I perform consecutively every year. And yeah, I was all over. <laughs> Mike would say I was all over. Uh, yo, listen, I, there, this, it's been a couple spots down Mary, yeah. uh, Farmers. Yeah. I mean, I, like, yo, he got posters everywhere, bro. He got cards, posters everywhere, dog. Oh, so I'm like, yo, he really out here doing it. He really Thank out here you, doing man. it. Appreciate that. I appreciate it. He's also going to be out here on the 23rd. Why don't yeah. you tell us about that? Yeah, so I'm going to be out here on the 23rd um, you know, at Smoking. That's right over here on Merrick Boulevard. You know, right there on the corner, you can't miss it. It's like a landmark in Southside. Everybody knows where it's at. So I'm going to be there. And the, the doors open at 3 o'clock. I'm giving complimentary shots to all the ladies, you know, and gents and stuff like that. Come through. And then showtime is 8. I'm actually bringing out an artist that I'm uh, potentially going to sign. Yeah, so I'm putting her on, you know. And it's going to be immense. Live music, like you already I'm a drummer there. I'm gonna come there with the guitar. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, we're gonna have a vibe. It's more intimate. This is more of an industry event that I'm bringing. You know what I mean? So it's definitely gonna be intimate, and a lot of a lot of people is um, anticipated to come out. You know? Right. Yeah. Right. That's what's up. If you had to describe your performances in one word, what would it be? One word. One word. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We're like W and a couple of O's following it and ended yeah. with another W and exclamation marks. Three of them. Three exclamation marks. You know what I mean? Because um, it's like no self praise. This was like the reaction that I get from, you know, a lot of individuals. So as you can tell, like off of um, my film and stuff, off of my live performances, you can hear in the background, you know, on stage, like Sting and Jamaica, you hear fireworks going off and other things that I can't mention that was going off at the time when you know what I'm saying in Jamaica, you know how we do. <laughs> but, yeah, definitely. That's what's up. That's what's up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna try to pop out. What's that Wednesday? Uh, this Saturday, uh, Saturday yeah. This, this Saturday. Saturday. That's this Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> right, 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 right. Tomorrow, four twenty. I'm thinking. I don't know why I thought Sunday was four twenty. That's what <laughs> Saturday. Like that. Yeah. Saturday. Night. All right. Yeah, don't worry. You'll be on the list. Both of y'all on the guest okay. list. So on my list. Right. So you just yeah, roll up. You. You're welcome. Thank you. You roll up. Sure. You know, just come. Just come right on on in. And just right. enjoy the cool. show. Yeah, definitely gonna pull up. Definitely gonna pull up. 
You got anything other? What other projects you working on right now? You working on any projects, albums? Yeah, actually working on something. I'm always working on something, but it's a great question again from both of y'all. So yeah, Mike, I got I could relinquish this. Um, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, I'm actually doing a commercial for a big stage show that I just mentioned I was on. That's coming back. Yeah, I'm doing a commercial for actually an energy drink as well. Like, you know, so and I got my movie going on, my music videos, you know. So it's a lot, it's a lot coming out. A lot coming out. That's good. Stay busy. Stay yeah. busy. Stay busy, stay working. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. For now, hon, where can they find you? Yeah. Yeah, so you can find Madadam at madanamusic.com so it's one word it's m-a-d-d-a-d-a-n-m-u-s-i-c.com that's my official epk everything from my past to date with my music career and everything i got going on you can check it out right there dope that's dope everybody go please go check out my man madadon bro that's a very humble dude dope dude bro check out his music come support everything through he's, he's on point you know what i'm saying he won't disappoint thank you appreciate y'all sure for sure. No for sure so um we're gonna play your video again introduce it for us okay this is the premiere of i said bro you broke the internet yes i'm going to explain to you and everybody else exactly why i said what i said i found it hilarious put it put it up on screen put it up on screen I told you I ain't shit. Nikita Lyons and Jordan Grace are both built like bad Roblox characters. Now, let's start here. I really don't believe that. I really don't believe that. That's okay, so absolutely, it's, not it's absolutely not true. Jordan Grace. Yeah, she a little she a little block box boxy. She a little bit, just a little bit boxy for me. By the shoulder. But 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 right. But by no means a Roblox character. Jordan Grace absolutely nowhere near a Roblox character. But this is why I posted this. All right, should I take it off now? You can take it off now. So there's been there's been an issue. In these wrestling groups, and not not just the Jabba Tears wrestling group, shout out to them, but in a lot of wrestling groups that I'm in, where men of color are not defending or uplifting the women wrestlers of color. Anytime there is a post that uplifts Naomi, Sasha Banks, Oscar, uh, any any woman of color that's not any woman that's not white. Here comes somebody in the comments, but Nikita Lyons is bad. She's the baddest thing on earth. Jordan Grace, the baddest thing on earth. Look at Charlotte. Blah blah blah. Look at them. Look at and I'm just like, 
you guys are actually missing the point of why we're posting these women. And here y'all come with this. So I made the post about Jordan Grace because I wanted to see how many African-American men would post, well, what about Naomi? What about Sasha Banks? Sasha Banks, the finest thing on earth. I waited. Ask me how many black men did that. And so, then ask me how many black men defended Nikita Lyons and Jordan Grace, called me racist, called me out my name, called me a liar, said I was said I, I, I was terrible takes, all of this. There was a there was a reason behind the post. It was an absolute, and, and the point was proven. My little social experiment was proven. And I'm going to talk about it a lot more in depth when I go on the Wolfpack podcast on Thursday because um, there's a little group of us in, in, in the um, Java Tears group that we don't take no shit. You know, the, they, the, you know these wrestling fans. And it's not, I, I don't want to even say the wrestling fans because it's the internet in general. But a lot of these people on the internet are, are keyboard warriors and they really feel like they can say whatever they want however they want to people and act like they're not they can't get touched and um i'm here to tell them they can get touched <laughs> you know what i'm saying and 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 it's funny janelle had said the other day when we, me and her had a discussion about it she said it's never it's never worth it it's never that serious. And I'm like, you're absolutely right. But there has to be a time where you can't, damn, really? Um, there can't be a time where um, you, um, you you say certain things and, and, and it um, you just can't go about it and not say anything back. Like you can't be disrespectful. It's one thing to have an opinion. It's one thing to say something, you know, outside of uh, of what somebody might believe or whatever like that. But when you get disrespectful, you start talking about people, talking people out of their name, talking crazy, talking about acting like you're gonna pull up. You the, the the funny thing about it is that a lot of these dudes will say stuff like, "Oh, I'll 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 beat you up" or whatever like that. Like one dude that said that to me a couple of days ago, and I was just like, "Come do it." <laughs> I was just yo, nah, but there was there was a point behind it. He was like, "Oh, you don't want it." He said, "You don't want it with me, with words or with hands, because I I'll beat you up or something like that." So, what? So I said, "All right." I, I said just like this. I said, "Okay, come do it." His response was, "I don't fight for free. Pay my booking fee." You just said you would beat me up. I invited. That you way to you come kept saying it. you wanted to do a celebrity boxing match. Well. I would I would love to do a charity boxing match, and and, and really I think it it would, I think it would be just good all around, um, but I would love to do a charity boxing match, but these dudes there's they, you have to know the difference between a lot of the times I say certain things for a reason, I say things like I'm gonna beat the fuck out of the dude, knowing that I'll probably never see the dude real life or whatever the case is, or knowing that. Niggas is too scary to really pull up. I'll say some shit like I wanted to do a charity boxing match, knowing that niggas will never sign up for it. 
So what if you got someone like Coney that agreed to do it? Would you fight him? Would I fight Coney Brooks? Yeah. I'd fight Coney. <laughs> yeah. It would be but you know what though? It would be like you guys would have and to think... really you would have to like really write it down though that it's just a fucking match. Well we would know that it's love. And, and it would come from a place of love. I would never but Y'all can't never, kill each other. No, we would I would never. I would never. <laughs> I, I would listen. I'm. I am willing to fight anybody willing to step in the ring with me. Yeah. I if 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 this is if 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 this is something that people really want, I'm willing to step in the ring with anybody. There's there's I don't fear anybody. There's nobody in in. What about in live? Would you circle. fight live? Would you fight live? I would fight live. Absolutely. Anybody willing to step in the in the, in the square circle, and I'm willing to go. 10, 10 toes, 10 rounds, 12 rounds, 8 rounds, whatever they want to do. 3 rounds. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I don't I wouldn't I don't even care if you if you beat me up. Like that's not the the whole purpose and and I think that's another thing that we get we get misconstrued is they they'll say shit like, "Oh, I'll fuck you up." Maybe you will. Maybe you will. But you talking about it's not it's not doing it's not gonna fuck me up. You know what I'm saying? So like you saying it is not gonna do it. Maybe you will. Maybe you won't. At the end of the day, you're gonna respect my excuse. Excuse you now. She just talks very loud, even though I have the door closed. Excuse me, you know, she's just Janelle from HR. I think now she's just doing it on purpose because she probably knew you're talking about her. No, she's uh it, plugging. It, uh, she's plugging a couple of things. Um, yeah, I know she does. She does her church announcement, so <laughs> we like she's in the background of the raw. So we try to make this. We try to make this work with the streaming and shit. But you know, I mean, at least next week we're in studio with the soul with the soul and roll. Yes, we'll be in studio next week. With the fucking seafood, I gotta order those seafood and panadas again. Yeah, no, don't give me none of them because I can't eat seafood, but. I won't get you seafood, but what about the so that, chopped that's, cheese? They, they was at the concert, the the the, the ones of the vendors. Yes, right, the right, chopped right, right. cheese. It's chopped cheese and and, and chicken parm. Okay, yeah, we must sit down with them next week. I have a good time, but yeah, that was the whole purpose of my post. The whole purpose of my post was a social experience. Was no, I I didn't. I wanted to see how many people would come out disrespectful. How many people would defend me how many people wouldn't you know it was I how many defended you and there was a few that that agreed there was a few that agreed um there were a few that was just like yeah you absolutely right like on some like you know i could believe was, a little bit in the kid alliance no you and like i said i don't have At you least know the a lot of people was like oh great people were saying you're racist and i think that's one thing that we're quick to do is to start using the racist word Whenever somebody doesn't agree with something dealing with the other race, I'm not racist. I love white people. I just, white people aren't the standard uh, of beauty. No offense. But that doesn't, because you find something attractive, doesn't mean we all have to find that attractive. So when they, when they, jumping in these posts where we're trying to celebrate women that we want to celebrate and they come in with 
it, 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 it's, it's very, that's when, that's racist. That's what racist is. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like it's, it's wild. And then, and then, you know, they all got fake names and fake pictures and then they talking shit behind my niggas never know what they look like, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, you just, it's, it's a learning lesson. You learn to ignore it or you fight back every time. So. That's why I was good. I was good today. I chilled the fuck out. I didn't, I didn't want to get in no trouble. I already got the group. <laughs> so you were told to... you only got one more time? Yeah, she said I only got one more time. Well, she only, I only got one more time to talk about uh, that, that bitch nigga. Bitch yeah. ass. Yeah, I only got one more you... time to talk about You want to hear something funny? Yeah. So while we were talking about Jordan, Jordan, Jordan Grace and Nikita Lyons, uh, I swear to God, the bots are following us. <laughs> wow! We went, we one step closer to pouring her baby. We got three comments from it. Yeah, we were trying to just hackers and shit. It's wild. It's wild. Yo, they spying on us, B. Listen, if they're not listening to what they're doing, they're not doing right. If they're not listening, y'all gotta listen. The bots is tuning in. Someone tuning in somewhere over right. the rainbow. Right. Yo, Mikey, did you see Sonic 2 yet? I haven't. Wow. Really? I haven't. Yeah. I, me, we haven't had the chance to take Mikey. You know, I, I would have gone already. But we have we, his mom wants to go too. So we've been kind of like waiting on her. On yeah, I should have gotten it. You have, you have T-Mobile, right? Yeah. Do the T-Mobile Tuesdays because we went and we got right, the tickets know, for $4. Yeah, for $4, yeah. That's probably what I'm going to do. But uh, no, for sure. Um, we've been waiting to see it. Um, I'm just waiting on on his mom to kind of have a free like Sunday or something or Saturday. Come on, mom, hurry up! Once I want to talk about this with Mikey already. We can talk about it. I, I already know what's going on. You know, no. I, I, spoil, there's no such thing as spoilers to me. Whether whether or not it, you tell me a movie or not, if I want to go see it, I'm still gonna see it. No, because here's my thing. When we talk about movies, I like it when you know about the movie. Right. Okay. So then we'll, we'll, like we we'll, did with we'll Batman. So we got to wait. But damn, bro. I still, I, I have to watch the Batman again. I, I really wasn't sold on it all the way. Now that it's on HBO Max, I can kind of just sit back and kind of watch it. Batman's on HBO Max? Yeah. It came out, I kind of don't know if I want to do that watch again, though. Like, it was a good movie. I don't know if I want to do that right now, though, because I don't know if I want to sit there for three and a half hours again. But that's how I felt, like, I, I, that's how I really felt after coming out of the movie. I was just like, yo, I, as much as it was, a, it was, I, I, I won't take away from the fact that it was a great movie. I said, as much as it, I enjoyed it, I don't know if I want to sit through it again. It's like Titanic. You liked it? No, I can sit. I can sit through Titanic. I can't sit through Titanic. I can't even sit through. I can't. I can't even sit through Endgame. I'll tell you what. Whoa! I'll tell you why I can't. I can sit through Titanic because I watched it when it first came out, and then I didn't see it again until I was older. So by the time I was older, I was able to appreciate how good of a movie like cinematically it really is yeah. so now like when it's on 
I'll watch it without a doubt. Like it's not one, it's not one of those movies that I'll say, yo, I feel like watching Titanic today. But if that bitch is on TV or there's nothing else to watch and the shit is on Netflix, I'll put Titanic on. I could sit through all of Titanic. It's a really, I just really can't do this. I, I feel like I can't sit I feel like I can't sit through three hours of a movie anymore. Do you know what was a really good fucking movie though? Fucking Mary, fucking Mary. Oh, I love The Departed. Forget that. That's fucking awesome movie. But no, Marry Me with J Lo, the new shit. Yo, the fact that we're even saying a rom com was a good movie. Okay. No, first of all, if anybody who knows me knows that I love rom coms. Second, anybody that love knows me knows that I love J Lo. So I'm watching anything J Lo. Especially if it's around, but it was re- it was a really good movie, and the soundtrack is really good. Like like no, the soundtrack I, is I'm, fire. I'm so surprised that it wasn't talked about more. It was really 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 good movie, solid, very solid J Lo movie, and a very really 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 good soundtrack. The I feel like it was really, just dropped. The music is really and and that usually what what it what does it for me with like movies like that with music and shit. And it, the, if the music hits, I'm all in. So like you got me cut. Like uh, what movie caught me? Um, um, the shit with Johnny Depp. Um, the with the scissors. Uh, Edward Scissorhands. They no 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 no. When he was the barber. Um, Sweeney Todd. There you go. Listen, I never forget. I went into Sweeney Todd with no expectations at all, but had no idea it was a musical going in. No idea. <laughs> commercial commercials did not give me that. So I never forget when the little blonde kid in the beginning started singing. I never forget looking at Ezzy and I was like, "Yo, my nigga, did you bring me to a musical?" Like I looked at like. Yo, did you really bring me to a musical? And she didn't know it was a musical. So we're sitting there like, yo, what the fuck? But it turned out to be really fucking tight, bro. Like a really tight movie with really good music. So I was like, yo, I'm kind of here for this. Another movie that I could watch without without problems. Like, that shit's on, I could watch it. Another really, really solid movie. But no, Marry Me, if you haven't seen it, it's on a... Peacock? Peacock. Watch it. Really good movie. Really good movie. I think that was the last one we had watched. Speaking of movies, Paramount Plus is legit slept on. Oh, no, I know. Legit slept on. A a very slept on fucking uh, app. So I Let got, me enjoy so my five ninety nine a month while I still can't. Goddamn you know, T Mobile, you get it a year for free. So I had signed up the other day, a year for free. One, Halo is on there, so I gotta watch Halo. But two, it has all of the paranormal activities. So tomorrow oh, yeah. that I'm off, we're binging. Funny story about paranormal activity. One day, me and this one, I had convinced them. Damn, I'm not yo, this one. Yo. But dead ass, I convinced it. Yo, paranormal activity tonight is going down. Niggas done smoked. Niggas is high. Got halfway through the movie. Got halfway through the movie. I was like, yo, my nigga, we got to cut this off. <laughs> this can't go on. It's it's 10, 11 o'clock at night. 
we cannot watch this shit no more. I was for I was spooked. I was like, nah, bro. Mm-mm. Not gonna happen. Not me. I won't die tonight. I'm done. I saw done. it. So the first time I saw it was in college. With paranormal activity? Yeah, I was drunk as fuck though. Yeah, no. I fucking loved that was probably for me. But then they got corny. No, see, I don't I disagree. I disagree so much. That was to me. I fell asleep during the last one while my student was watching. Taking away like the Marvel movies, you know, the DC movies, stuff like Fast and the Furious, stuff like that. To me, paranormal the paranormal activity series as a whole, probably one of the greatest movie series of all time. For me. Just just in general, it never misses. Never misses. Never. From from the very first one, I was always you you know there's a lot of people don't take movies for what they are anymore. We over we overanalyze everything. We always try to like make everything more than what it was. Paranormal activity at its roots was just a really good jump scare movie. And it's always been that way. And I think after a while, people just got tired of the jump scares. But yo, that solid movie, the story's a little convoluted, but it's still so good. Still so good. Because that shit's real, bro. It's, just, it's like real shit. Like people have covens and cults and shit like that and they be sacrificing kids and it's wild so that shit there is not that far-fetched but definitely something i'm gonna watch tomorrow something something definitely getting into before the 420 show tomorrow you don't get nightmares i i have nightmares thinking about that shit sometimes paranormal activity that's one of my i don't i'm not scared of a lot of things in this world, but I that spirit shit, that demons and shit, like being with with a an African woman for so long, like I, that shit's real life. Like I'm I'm convinced. Like I went and saved my grandmother's house the other day because this all kind was all kind of spirits and shit in there. Like that's just real life for me. So them them types of movies, I'll be here for. I'll be here for them types of shits because them shits be. Taken right out of like like they take them shits out of like magazines and newspapers like stories they hear and they just make up their own shit. It'd be real shit exorcisms and all that shit. Wild, wild shit. What would you do if you find a ghost in your house? I fucking leave. It belongs to the ghost. You won't let you won't let Casper rule the house. Yeah, no, nah, he got it. He can have it. He or she can have it. It's all this. I don't want nothing to do with it. You was here before me, so you got it. Or he got there after you. Oh, see, if you got here after me, we might have to fight. Like, how you know the ghost ain't like flying like Casper? A lot, a lot of times, dude, they they follow you. So it's been with you all that time. Like a ghost, ghosts attach themselves to people. So when them just go, if you don't get rid of it where you're at, this shit's gonna just come right with you. Wild shit. Well, I don't sure. know, man. There's ghosts in my bathroom, for all I know. You be hearing shit? Listen, man. So I remember when we had uh, those people that we don't mention no more. Uh-huh. Um, 
They said there was a ghost in my bathroom once. I'm not sure if I should believe that or not. Listen, there's ghosts everywhere. You hear, you hear wild noises and shit? Probably a ghost. Probably a ghost. What if it's just a faulty pipe? If you live in an old house, it could be a faulty pipe. Could be. But it's probably a ghost. Yeah, Mikey, what's the vibes this week? What's going on this week? Um, so tomorrow, uh, we got Woman Crush Wednesday 420 show. Um, so you'll have a uh, big swole there, a couple of other wrestlers there. It's gonna be dope. Uh, Thursday, what are we doing Thursday? I feel like we got something going on Thursday. Thirsty um, Thursday. Damn, I haven't heard that in so long. Thirsty fucking Thursday. <laughs> I mean, you're drinking water. It's Thirsty Tuesday right now. <clears throat> yeah, I was, yo, I was sitting here dying. Like, yo, I am so thirsty. Um, <clears throat> Thursday. I don't know what's going on. Th I feel like something's going on Thursday. <clears throat> I know we just got, we just, you know, it's just, you know, maintaining and staying, staying busy and keeping shit together. Don't you don't, don't that's what I got a show on Friday. Um, at, um, Friday Chile, night, right? right. Um, what's going on? Madadon got a show Saturday. Madadon got a show Saturday. I don't know. Oh, what's going look, on. the world going back to normal. Yeah, they take the mandates off. The mandates off everywhere except for the buses and trains. No, it's off for that too. No, it's not. That's this what morning, it said. All public this, transportation. This this morning it said MTA. You still have to wear it. Three that hours the, ago. That was on said, the news. I saw that on the news. CNBC said everything. CNBC literally like Fox Five News said everything, but but MTA you still have to wear uh mask. That was this morning. Well, two two years later, how do you feel coming out of quarantine? Coming weird. coming coming through a pandemic, going through what what's weird? So for so. You? So first, mass mandate for tra travelers are no longer in effect. Da 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 da. Let's see. Hold on. Ah, oh, god damn it! Yeah, I told you. Look, this is how I determine, but this is how you determine whether or not you're good on the bus, um, without a mask. If the bus driver doesn't have a mask on, they're not gonna bug you about wearing a mask. But if the bus driver has a mask on, put the mask on. That's I, I, yo, I've I had got 
when they first took like the when they not not first time but the the last time when they were kind of kind of like lax on it where like it was like yo at jobs and shit like that you don't gotta wear masks. So you see, you started seeing a lot of people getting on the bus and I without a mask. And I remember a couple of times I had my mask in my pocket because I don't really wear my mask at work like that anymore. And um, yeah, neither do I. I have it in my. I had pocket. got on bus. Yeah, I had got on the bus. And the lady was like, yo, can you put your mask on? And I looked at her, I was like, okay, and threw it on. But she had a mask on. So I said, I thought about it. I was like, you know what? It's courteous if they're driving and they want you to have your mask on. I, I think it's fair to, to, you know, accommodate them since they're driving you to where you got to go. So I didn't really make a big deal about it. It happened a couple of times, but it hasn't happened as much lately. I've seen more. Um, drivers, bus drivers without their mask and with a mask. And then they don't really tell you to, to put it on or not. So. I just feel like how is everyone going to go back to normal? What is normal? How, how or or Better yet, here's a question for you. How can you go back to normal after two years of not being normal? Because I think we've created a new normal for ourselves. Having to deal with that. Like, things will never... You'll never see things go back to the way they were. They'll never be um, how it was pre-2020. Never. We're two years in. We're coming out of the pandemic now. What's the biggest lesson you learned these past two years, pandemic-wise? I'm okay being by myself sometimes. That's a good thing. You got to learn to be by yourself before you can be able to be with somebody else. That's a great thing. It's a great thing because you always got to – a lot of things, a lot of times people don't know how to put themselves first. So if you're able to do that, it's great. It's great. I think me, um, I just realized that everybody isn't for you. You know what I'm saying? Everybody isn't, everybody doesn't have, and not really so much of a lesson that I didn't know, but it was a hard lesson that I had to, to, to deal with. Um, everybody's not for you. Everybody's not going to be for you. Um, and just like I told Mata Don earlier, everybody is not going to travel the journey with you, 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 even though you have plans, you have plans to, to, to create and, and move forward and, and things like that. And, and it doesn't always turn out that way. So I think for me, the biggest lesson was just knowing that people are not, everybody's not going to be here in the spot that you're in now that we're there before. Two years ago, almost three years ago, it was a whole team. We had a whole team. And now it's just me alive. You know, EDC was what it was, and family business was what it was, and now it's just it's just me alive now. So, you know, that, that just goes to show you that, you know, between me and live, we were the ones, that we were the ones, you know what I'm saying? Like, that was where it was supposed to be. And, and like, no offense to those guys, you know, I, I wish them all the best of luck in everything they do, but this is how it's supposed to be. That's how it's supposed to be. And so that was just a lesson for me that I had to learn where I had to stop dwelling on 
why everything happened and just know that it happened because this is the way it's supposed to happen. And they're not supposed they're not supposed to be here. They they have to follow their own path. So I have a question for you, Ray. Mm-hmm. We were both single for a while before getting with our significant others, right? And we all we also got with you got with her during the pandemic. I got with Ramon somewhat after the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Right? I was having a conversation with somebody I know and you we're talking about how, you know, I had spoken with Ramon about talking about living with each other, let's say, towards the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And this person told me that they're, you know, oh, good luck because when they move in, there's no room for alone time. There's no room for privacy. And I'm just like, I don't think that's true. I feel like maybe if you're in a small cramped space, that could leave you to no alone time. But if you have a bedroom, let's say a dining room, another room, you have somewhere to be, you have space that you can make by yourself, you know. So. You can live with somebody and still have time for yourself. Absolutely. I think, um, where we're being that I've 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 lived with someone before. Um I get that sentiment. I understand that um living with someone does change things. But I think one of the biggest things that um when it came with to Janelle and when um we first got together was she was very adamant about having her space about just like you know i'm i'm very to myself person i like my space i like this and so i made sure that she always had that made sure that if space is what you want space is what you desire you know that's fine i don't have a problem with that um as we got um closer and things like that what what became necessary uh, what which was what was necessary for her became more um of something that she noticed that she didn't really want like that space situation was something she wanted to spend more time with she wanted me around more i wanted to be around more so as you're in your relationship you guys have been together what eight nine months um yeah. the need for space um it becomes it doesn't it because you guys are already together all the time anyway so what was the need for space um i just feel like for me for me on, on from the outside looking in i think it, i think it's a little too early for you guys to talk about move, moving in together um i think you guys need time to really well, we wanted to make over a year before that ever happened. Well, but it of was course. just a theory. But it was also just a theory. But just talking about it, right? No, and of seeing course. someone talk about it. No, but seeing someone it. that's in a relationship for five years, five plus years, right? Mm-hmm. And saying that once they move in with their significant other, there's no more space, no more nothing. 
personally, you see me, my HQ is mighty, mighty big. I'm right. okay with someone coming here. Right. Um, also, what works what works for some doesn't always work for others. So if you already if you don't have a foundation, if you don't have a foundation of togetherness and cohesiveness, then you're always going to require space. What what is what what is space with someone you love? You know what I'm saying? Why would you need that? Why is that required? Um, if it's something that you do need, then that's something you you convey to your partner. Janelle knows that I have my times where I, I just, I, I got to focus. So she gives me that space. She has times where she needs me out the way. I give her that space. But it doesn't take away from the, that doesn't hinder us wanting to be with each other or there's not a necessary, like, it's not a necessary place for space because there's some certain sometimes where she won't let me. She'll be like, nah, you, you can't be alone. Like, I'm not going to let you do that. So it's not for us not so necessary and i don't think space is a, i think space is a thing for when you're talking you guys are recording and you're not really serious and things are just moving at a pace where you know it's going this way it's going that way we don't even talk about that stuff no more like you know what i'm saying like we've been together almost two years space for what who, who like do you need i space just feel like for? Me, the only time I think I've ever had space from anyone, and that's more recently, is when I feel like I know I'm getting an anxiety attack. Yeah. And that's what I said to him. I'm like, the only time I'm probably ever going to need space from my significant other is when I'm having an anxiety attack, and I feel like I can't do this with people around. So Ooh. I'm going to go into another room. And that's the same thing with him, when he feels like his anxiety is going over the edge. But other than that, I don't see what space do I need from him if I see him every day as it is. Correct. That's that's the thing. It's like, and 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 no, moving in changes things because you notice the habits. You start seeing the, the little quirks and little things and and, and whatever. Oh no, but we all have those. Cause don't we see correct, them when correct, when the president no, 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 sleeps over? I'm, I'm just saying that it becomes. It's one thing. It's one thing to notice that. And not being to not living together, it's another thing to notice that and living together and have to deal with it every day. You feel me? Like, like, and not saying that that's a bad thing, but there's certain quirks that that you may be able to handle because you don't have to handle it daily. You feel me? Like, like, any point it might be a, a situation where I don't know. I'll make something up. Uh, fucking Janelle chews funny. She chews her food funny. And and she doesn't, but I'm just saying as an example. Let's say she chews her food funny, and I've noticed that since day one, since day one, and it irks me to the point where I'm like, "Yo, I can deal with it," but if I ever had to live with her, that shit would have to change. That's the type of you know what I'm saying. Like like even low low key, I used to tell her all the time that yo, you live like a bachelor. You live like like a straight bachelor, and she'd be like, "Yo, I, it's just you coming here. I don't have. I live. I live on my own. I, I live how I want to live." Now that she used to irk the fuck out of me, but to the point where I was like, "Yo, I don't live here." So okay, she could be she be a bachelor all the fuck she wants. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But but now that not 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 saying that we live together, but. Now that we kind of cohabitate, now that we kind of cohabitate 
more often than not. She don't live like that no more. It was something that she noticed that she was like, I oh, you don't like that I live like that and I don't want to live like that. So, you know, you change it. But had that shit been something that she was doing now, I don't know how much I could deal with that. You know, so so even as me, I do my part. Like, the dishes start piling up, wash the fucking dishes. Cause guess what? If I wait for her to do, I'm gonna be upset. You know what I'm saying? So It's just it's it's all it's all a learning thing. You guys just have to. You guys are in a great place. You yeah, guys are no, moving I at a. You no guys are moving at a great. You guys are moving at a great pace. On top of that, so it's not even that you guys are like in a spot where it's like, yo, we're at a crossroads now. You guys are in a great place. You guys are learning well, each other. We're in an amazing place. So it's just it's all a matter of what you guys want to do. If you guys feel like y'all are ready to move in and, and put your monies together. Oh and, no. Do I was definitely not. Do it. No, I wasn't saying that for right now. You get mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It was just like it was just one of those random topics of conversation because everyone. No, I'm not. I know. I know you guys wouldn't do it now, but 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 it's it's not wrong to think about it either. You know what I'm saying? It's not wrong to think about it. It's not wrong to put that in the air. If you guys have, if you guys are planning on staying together and and holding it down for you know a long time or you know forever. Then that's a good place to start. You know what I'm saying? It's, it, it, why not? Why not talk about it? You know, and especially if the kids come over, they got they need somewhere to crash to. You know, they have somewhere. You know, but um, I just it was interesting, right, to see someone's perspective on moving you, in. You have a lot of people. A lot of people that are like that are are, are live in, um live in regret they live in unhappy you know what i'm saying like not saying that the person you had a conversation with them but a lot of people who 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 talk in that mindset where they, you'll get ready you'll get rid of your privacy you get rid of you know you once you're in a relationship that's just out the window privacy is you're hiding something what do i need privacy for what do i need space from what is the person if you're if you're if you're if you're coming to a place where you're like yo Ramon is, is is who I want to be with and who I give my trust to and who I give my heart and my love to. What privacy should you have from him? You feel me? Like, like, like that's the person you tell all your secrets. That's the person you tell all your stories. Everything that goes on a day, that's the person you link to and you tell them. So what's what's the privacy for? You feel me? Like, like what 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 would you have? What is it completely that you have to hide from him? That requires you from having that need privacy or space. Only time you should ever need privacy or space from from your significant other is when you're working. And, it, and if y'all guys are you guys are in the same field, so y'all guys can feed off each other. So even that, really, unless y'all processes are just two different processes, you know, you, what 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 was the space for? You feel me? Y'all y'all should be eating together. You feel me? Like like that's how it should be. Space for what? Privacy for what? What does it make sense? Nah, it, it sounded weird. That's why I brought it up in the conversation. No, it's true. That's it was actually a very good topic to talk about. To be honest with you. Well, yeah, since you didn't see Sonic, you kind of messed me up with that beef. Yeah, no, I, and I meant to tell you that the other day. I hadn't seen it yet. I was just like, I, th damn, I thought man. I was gonna get. I thought I was gonna go on Sunday, but I ended up not. I was just. I wanted to wait for his mom to go. She wants to I'm go. So I'm so sad that Jim Carrey is retiring, though. Again. But you know, you know what's funny though? 
I think he'll do more Sonic movies if he wants, if he really, because yo, that that it's three hundred million. It's the biggest selling video game yeah. movie, three biggest selling video game movie of all time. Like this, there, there hasn't been a better movie based on a video game ever. <laughs> like like he'll he won't, and he's like low key. I had so something to say like you know, like top five or top like ten. Like movies based off of something, like he's in like four of them. See, Jim like, Carrey like, doesn't get enough um, credit for his acting career. Like, no, really that's doesn't. that's bullshit. Jim, what happened with Jim Carrey is Jim Carrey stopped acting, and that's when he fell off. When he started doing one movie, you know, you know, when Jim Carrey really, really changed. When he did that movie, uh, 23, 23. You ever okay. seen that shit where, where he had the, the numbers, the shit about the numerology and shit? He kept seeing the number 23. You ever yeah. seen that shit? Yo, I ain't seen it. I heard of it. Wild fucking movie. Wild fucking, but such a flop. That shit did trash in the movie theaters. And after that, yo, he really never recovered. He does, he does great in... Supporting Comment. supporting cast roles, but still like the forefront, like Sonic the Hedgehog, where he's playing the the main antagonist, but he's not the focal point of the movie. But because he's Jim Carrey, he is the focal point of the movie. That's where he does good in. He does good in those types of movies now, where he he's not the focal point of the movie, but he is the focal point of the movie. Like he's not the main character, but he takes the movie over. That's when he does well. I mean, dumb I love the, the like dumb he, and dumber shit. Like when he they try to do that over, that shit didn't work. Uh, he's he's had some misses as of late, but very underrated, funny guy. Really underrated, funny guy. I liked him doing the narration for the Dawn FM album. Yeah, that was dope. Like, did you ever listen to it completely high? Yes. In Jim Carrey. Even, Jim Carrey like really? Even though, yeah, no, I don't like The weekend. I know, but Jim Carrey takes you through a whole journey. Yeah. Jim Carrey lost a lot of respect for me though, when he started talking about Will Smith. So Yeah. I lost, I lost. I was just like, yo, sometimes y'all opinions are unnecessary. But a lot of these people chimed in on Will. Because you know what you know you know what it really is. At the end of the day, it's not it's not a white people problem. So white people shouldn't be commenting on it. That's just how I feel. It's not a, that's not something white people go through. They don't under you don't understand the significance of being slapped by another man. That's just regular, like, like low key. Forget about being in front of other people. Forget about that. Forget about that part, because that part in itself is wild. But to be slapped in the face by a man as a black man from another black man is the ultimate sign of that's worse than getting punched in my face. It's worse than that. Is it worse than saying suck my dick? Um. So, so for for a New Yorker, probably not. But everywhere else, probably it probably would be worse. It probably would be worse. In New Yorkers, it, it's a little different because that's like 
disrespect, but on like another level. It's like, nigga, you're you're saying that I'm I'm gay and I'm not. Like you're telling me to do something that's gay and I'm not. To your, like, to your genitals. Right, like, bro, we're not. What are you What are you talking about? Like, but to get slapped, like, if a nigga ever slapped me in my shit, bro, like, yeah, I, I would lose my mind, bro. I would lose my, I'd lose my shit. You're not going back to jail, B. No. Don't want to. Don't have, don't have the desire to. Thank you. Don't have the desire to. At all. Nope. But yeah, I'm gonna try to watch Sonic before we come on next week. So next week we do got the we, so we got the Soul and Roll, okay. our vendors from the event that made those awesome chicken parm empanadas. They had seafood empanadas and chopped cheese empanadas. Nice. They bring food. I, 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 I gotta ask, but if anything, I'm ordering myself an empanada. Okay. You tell me what you want, I got you. Okay. If they got a menu or something, just let me know. I probably want chopped cheese, low key. Empanada? So, yeah, that should probably hit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fact. But man, it's about that motherfucking time. Where can they find Stupid. you? Well, y'all guys already know what it is. It's your boy, Hill Classic. Um, you guys can find me everywhere at underscore Hill Classic. That's underscore H-E-E-L Classic. Um, my song, Dangerous, is out, as you know, on all streaming platforms. Please go check it out. Uh, this track. That guy. That track. Yes, that track there. That little out, devil all face. streaming platforms. Um, that's, uh, no, not, not, not <laughs> Morgan Freeman, 50 cent, but, um, no, please go check that out. Check out, um, live Johnson, shout out to live Johnson. Love it is out everywhere. Um, live jewels coming out summertime. Dangerous EP coming out summertime. EDC is working. So no, so no more love story chapter two. Well, love story chapter two is coming after dangerous. Mm. This is the in between. This is the this is the 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 whole this is the hold everybody over until I do chapter two. This is all Mikey's whole tracks. Yeah, definitely nothing but whole tracks. Honorary thought boy shit. All I gotta say is wear a condom. Yeah, you're gonna have to. We're almost done with the project, and I'm so glad. This has been an ordeal, but once I figured out the direction I was ready to go, it just made everything easier. So, yeah, get ready for that. Check that out. EDC, we working. Raw Zone, we working. So, yeah. What's up, world? It's your homegirl, Ivy. We will see you next week as we tune in via our website, YouTube, Facebook, streaming podcast, and of course on demand on the Dominus TV network on the Fire Stick. And we are wait, 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 let me get my applause on. Wait.
and we are out. Later.